The question had to do with the difference between sati and sampajanya, uh, mindfulness and clear awareness or clear knowing. Um, and Longcore explained uh, that the ku sati ben kum itini so um, the quality of mindfulness or sati is uh, the knowledge or um, clear presence of mind knowing that you're doing something um, for example the simple act of grabbing a microphone or something uh, knowing the action itself would uh, compromise sati or mindfulness um, but the more broad uh, scoped awareness of the uh, arising of that knowledge or uh, in a different situation of the arising, remaining, and passing away of various aramana or mental impressions on a broader scale, um, that is what compromises sampajanya or clear awareness. And uh, this is uh, related to wisdom as well. Okay. So the question, the question was to do with uh, if uh, knowledge uh, and mindfulness are the same thing or different, and um, sometimes we sort of have a, a, some knowing of this or that, but uh, it, is this the exact same thing as mindfulness? Longpore uh, answered by saying that uh, a lot of these qualities are interrelated. For example, uh, when we have uh, mindfulness, it uh, and establish it on a regular basis, it will give rise to more and more wisdom as well. Um, and there are, uh, there's a balance to be had. For example, if we uh, develop a great deal of mindfulness, um, it's unequivocally a good thing. However, if we do this in tandem with uh, a overwhelming degree of samadhi or uh, clear, uh, lucid, calm um, concentration, uh, sometimes it can prevent wisdom from coming forth. Uh, the mind is too still, uh, too collected. There's no room for wisdom to come out of that. So that's too much samadhi and things are out of balance. Similarly, if there is too much wisdom and not enough calm or samadhi, then uh, this leads the mind to a state of uh, restlessness and movement, which also um, is not a proper balance in the mind. However, in each of these cases, uh, mindfulness uh, is, is always good, and no matter, the more you have it, the better. It's always a good quality. Longport illustrated this with uh, a story of uh, a senior monk wondering, um, you know, having lost a set of keys and forgotten where they were and wondering, is this uh, a lapse in mindfulness or another quality um, uh, or another event in the mind? 
and long before was saying that uh, properly reflecting one sees that when one forgets something here or there, it's a lapse in sanya or memory uh, perception, although memory is a better translation in this case, uh, which is actually different than mindfulness. Um, however, the knowing that we've forgotten something, that uh, instant of uh, realization, that is mindfulness. So the question was, um, question was if um, we are sitting meditation and find that our mind has wandered off the uh, basis of our meditation or our object, uh, moving to a different fantasy or mental impression such as uh, the impression of eating food or sort of the fantasy of having a meal. Um, when we realize that we have left our meditation object, is that moment of knowing uh, the equivalent of mindfulness, is that sati? And how is this related to the development of wisdom? Longpur answered that when one sees that they have left their meditation object uh, in that clear realization that one has been wandering um, in the meditation, that moment of awareness is a moment of mindfulness, whereas the previous uh, period of time where one was absentmindedly fantasizing about this or that, uh, this represents a complete lack of mindfulness. And the beginning of the meditation where one is established upon their meditation object, such as the breath, that's also mindfulness. Um, so one begins with sati, uh, then might lose it, but then reestablishes and comes back to their object. And this is this process of realizing that one has wandered um, and then coming back uh, with mindfulness is the beginning uh, and the origin of wisdom because we uh, begin to see and strengthen our quality of mindfulness, understanding when we've left our object, and uh, gaining skill in abandoning and leaving behind the fantasies or useless uh, movements of the mind that have taken us away from our meditation object. Um, and this simultaneous abandonment of those things outside of the meditation and uh, strengthening of the quality of mindfulness. Uh, this is how wisdom uh, develops according to these qualities in the process. So the question was um, about the development of mindfulness and uh, samadhi or concentration um, in uh, various postures and if one has to be sitting to be meditating and developing mindfulness and samadhi. Longpur answered that um, one should not uh, narrow the definition of uh, bhavana or development of mental cultivation to just the sitting posture. Rather, uh, we should work 
throughout our daily life to establish mindfulness consistently in every posture we find ourselves in, whether sitting, standing, lying, walking, uh, in our various tasks throughout the day, such as working in the kitchen, cleaning uh, around the monastery, or sweeping in the afternoons. We constantly bring this quality of mindfulness up again and again, uh, feeling our bodies, uh, for example, in the act of sweeping as we sweep uh, left and right, left and right, back and forth. And this uh, will strengthen uh, the quality of sati uh, slowly um, and uh, steadily until it gains power. The questioner further asked if we, that he had heard um, that actual, actually sitting was quite important um, in terms of establishing calm. Longpore answered that, uh, yes, the act of sitting is quite useful if we have the opportunity that uh, it helps strengthen our quality of mindfulness and uh, brings it to uh, fruition so that throughout the rest of our day we can keep more mindfulness, um, but that we really shouldn't just uh, narrow the definition to sitting. Additionally, um, with regard to developing mindfulness throughout the day, if we do have that quality of sati strong, then in normal moments of the day, we might find that the heart becomes silent and uh, wisdom comes up with regards, uh, in regards to what we're looking at or doing at that moment. For example, if we're sweeping leaves and find that our mind has become still, uh, we might suddenly look and see the color of the leaves, their passing, uh, how they have uh, died, and how they embody impermanence in a way that our lives also do. So by bringing sati into our daily lives, not only do we strengthen it, but we give uh, rise to opportunities for wisdom. So the question, if I got it right, um, regarded uh, one questioner's uh, enjoyment of driving really fast in his motorcycle, or when he was in a rush, he would sometimes um, go as fast as 260 kilometers per hour. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Okay. 260. Okay, so very fast, um, and asking about uh, how to give up this habit. Um, Ongpour answered that one has to use wisdom in this case to hamstring and undermine uh, those habits of impatience and these sort of uh, ways we have of acting. So when one feels inclined to, for example, speed, uh, on a vehicle or in a vehicle, then one can establish mindfulness, bring it up, and contemplate the fact that 
uh, driving so quickly is extremely dangerous that one is putting their life at risk and, uh, and others in that uh, when such fast driving is done uh, in a already impatient state of mind that it's even more dangerous because of that. Um, and not only will the establishment of mindfulness help to uh, make the emotion less strong, but also it will allow one to use wisdom to undermine the habit. And you're saying you have those realizations when you meditate, or just in general when you have them? So uh, Lumpur is saying that it's a matter of uh, repetition and uh, simple seeing, simply seeing these issues in our lives again and again has uh, a lot of benefit actually. So it might, um, when one of these realizations comes up about a problem you have in your life or a way you have a vacuum that's unskillful, you can uh, first acknowledge that the event is past, it's, it's, it's over, and not hold on to it in that way. Uh, but at the same time, as it comes into your awareness, you uh, again and again and again, as it will, you begin to see clearly the drawbacks in it. And um, over time, you begin to be able to let go of it. But it's not a thing that happens in one moment. It requires repetition and patience.